Hey, this is Dave DeBoe. Would you like to access private capital so that you can buy more properties and scale your real estate business? Then check out my brand new podcast. It's called the How to Raise Capital 101 Show. Now, the first nine episodes are a mini course on how to raise six figures in a matter of weeks and seven figures in a matter of months, even if you're starting from scratch. So you can find this new show. Again, it's called the How to Raise Capital 101 Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Or feel free to visit us at RaiseCapital101Show.com. Everybody, Dave here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever considered scaling into bigger and better deals, but something's kind of been holding you back? You aren't quite sure. It's not so much how to do it because the how-to is fairly straightforward. It's really the confidence and it's what's going on between our ears that really kind of holds us back. So if you're having any challenges with that, then this episode today is going to be fantastic for you because our special guest is Eric Nelson. And Eric is all about mindset. If you look at the sign behind this as the real estate mindset, he is a real estate investor. He's been doing this for years. He's a syndicator. He's one of those smart guys, comes from an engineering background, so definitely knows a thing or two and probably very good at analyzing things. But what we want to really talk about here today is getting our head on straight in order to scale. So Eric, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, Dave, my pleasure. It's my honor to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, let's jump right in, Eric. So talk us through how you yourself kind of got into the whole syndication thing and how you went from small deals into big deals. And if you can kind of remember back to when you're making that transition, what was getting in your way mentally, you know, up here and how did you switch that mindset? More importantly, how can we do the same thing? Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate this topic. So the reason I like it so much is because I struggled so much with it. So I certainly don't consider myself like the utmost expert. It's basically Hey, here's what I did wrong. So your listeners can learn from my mistakes. I mean, or, or le- things that we can learn. That from is a fantastic way to learn, right? That's what I always tell people. You know, don't make the same dumb mistakes I've made. I've made them for you and for me. Just skip to the end of life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here's your fast things. forward button. Just like learn from me, and I promise it works. Yeah, some of the yeah, stuff so- to do, some of the stuff not to do as well. So fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. So for me, I, you know, I started out like a lot of investors, you know, buying single families, small multis. We bought a sixplex that just seemed like this impossible deal, you know, and it was like, oh my gosh, trying to wrap my head around it, losing sleep over it. And that's, I think, super normal. And I think we want to live in a little bit of that discomfort zone to know that we're progressing. But when I really started to consider scaling, one thing that happened, I think, again, a lot of people will relate to this is I ran out of money. I ran out of my own capital. And so we can we can talk about, obviously your listeners know what you do, but there are ways to invest with other people's money, but the way to get there is to partner with people. And that was really the one kind of mindset shift that had to happen for me first. Because I thought, okay, my wife and I will just, you know, I have this kind of system that I'd built finding stuff around town, the town we're living in. And so that was another mindset shift was buying local and partnering with people. And so it took some pushing from some friends and some mentors to say, hey, you can go further faster with other people 
Mm-hmm. And as many times as I heard it, I never listened fast enough. So for your listeners, that's one thing is if you're hitting a maybe a roadblock, I'd encourage you to find someone with maybe opposing skill sets and start looking at how they can do it. And here's an example would be, you know, for my example, I was out of capital. So I needed to partner with someone who had capital but didn't have time. Right. You know, so I hear people say this a lot. You know, a good deal basically takes hustle, knowledge, and money. And so if you can do two of those, if you can find the deal and if you have the knowledge how to run it, chances are you could probably find someone who has capital who doesn't want to deal with it. And that's just one example. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of our first partnership was finding a capital partner who said, look, I don't have time for this. I would love a return if you can find the deal. And that was kind of the first bit of partnership. But well, well let me let me ask, let's run wrap that just a little bit, Eric, because sure. I know for a lot of our clients that we work with tons of mom and pops helping them to get started doing what you just did, right? So one of the biggest things I have to help people overcome is that mindset that I'm not worthy. Why would any anybody in their right mind invest with little old me when they could go out and do this themselves or I've only got one or two deals under my belt? I need to have hundreds of deals or hundreds of doors before I'm worthy of raising capital. Did you have any of those thoughts going through your head when you first started that process? Yeah, for sure. And I think in our industry, we heard the word limiting belief, right? That's what it is. I would argue if you have one or two successful deals, you're 95% ahead of every other real estate investor in the world. Mm -hmm. It's just a reality. It's not that common for people to actually take action and then prove the concept. So if you're out there listening, you have one deal, two deals, and it's going well, and you're making money, or even if it's not, right? Even if you bombed on your first one, now you have all the lessons and the tools to go forward. So that limiting belief is definitely in your way. So push it aside, you know, have some confidence to know I've done it. I've taken action and I know how to do this business. And then- So so is is that a lesson that you had to learn yourself? Were you feeling kind of nervous and unworthy when you first started raising capital? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's sometimes still true to this day, if I'm being totally honest. You know, we, so we have a, as an example, we have a project under contract and it's a $5 million deal. and, And it's still like, still blows my mind that we can have these deals of such magnitude. And then I sort of have to do the same thing and step back. Like, you know what? We've done this a lot. We do know what we're doing. <laughs> but even on the first one, even on the first multifamily deal, we still had the knowledge, even if even if it was bigger, to go for it. And so that's really for your listeners. And what you are helping people to hear today is you can do it. And if you have that knowledge, you've done it once or twice, absolutely ditch that belief and go after it. You can raise capital from your family and friends for sure. Yeah. Give yourself a little pep talk and and understand that what you're bringing, because I loved how you said that. If you've got the, what do you call that? You said you have the, the hustle. hustle and the desire, the hustle and the knowledge and the deal is, is that, or the money, that's what you need. The yep. three components. Yeah. So you're bringing the hustle and you're bringing the deal to the table. Now you just need the money. You're bringing two thirds of the equation. You're bringing, because that's, that's what so many people have a challenge with. They think, well, the money is everything. No, it isn't. That hustle is huge, right? The deal is huge. You know, without those two, the money's useless. So you're you're bringing huge value to the table. That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave DeBow, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect, capture, 
and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's bookachatwithdave.com. Oh, without question. Yeah. I mean, it's, in today's market, and it's shifting, I and mean, it's being recorded in June of 22, it is starting to shift as we speak, but it's been a challenge to find a deal for several years now. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of capital out there. So the challenge hasn't necessarily been money. It has been finding the deal. So the hustle that I call it, that is a huge component. If you come with an actual deal that pencils, that alone is hugely valuable. And then the knowledge to run the deal, same thing. Like, Again, if you if you know what you're doing, you've, you've completed a deal, you're 95% ahead of everyone else. And so that's really super valuable to hear. And then coming back to the other thing I mentioned was partnering. Right. You know, even if you don't want to partner with someone in your mind, you know, I encourage you to kind of take a look again. Think harder oh, so, again. Sorry, let's, let's back up for a second there now, Eric. So when you're talking about partnering, you're not necessarily talking about your investor partners. You're talking about partnering with other real estate professionals. Is that correct? Or am I? I think a bit of both, right? Okay. So, because when you, when you have a investor, they're going to be your partner. So that was, that was one of the thing I just was afraid of, I suppose. Hmm. And I was thinking, well, what if, you know, we have opposite opinions it turns out that opposite opinions are actually great. You know, it's healthy debate that really produces the best solution. So I would just think, even if it's an investor, you know, in the pre-show, we talked about assistance. It took me time to hire an assistant as well, but I'm so grateful for her. She's amazing. And that that kind of leap out to trust other people, to know that their time and energy thought process, probably faster, better, a lot of things I do is just so valuable. And unfortunately, it took me too long to make that decision. So when I say partnering, it could be as simple as just working with someone or partnering with an investor. And it's, it is a, a leap for a lot of people, but it's absolutely worth it. So when you were first starting to scale from single family homes into bigger deals, besides investor partners, what other kind of partnerships did you have in place for those kind of deals? Did you have other working partners in those other? I did. Yeah. So essentially early on, it was kind of like, you're just learning a lot, you know, it's just giant learning curve. It's just slightly different, right? It's another thing to learn. Syndicating is, is a really cool tool, basically bringing people's capital together to purchase a larger property. And the one difference I would suggest say is that as a limited partner in a syndication, you don't have any say per se. You're like you're just kind of trusting the partnership group. And usually you need more than one person. It's just not really possible to run a deal by yourself. So yeah, I had to look for partners with exactly like I was describing different skill sets. So as of right now I have three other partners and we all have different skills. And it works really well. But again, it was the challenge to, to decide. Here's an example is, is our, my partner, Shane, he does all of our underwriting now. And you know, I come from an engineering background. So I thought, okay, well, I'm, I'm good at math. I'm guy. Good at, yep. Yeah. And so to let go of that was tough, but he's so much faster, so much better at it than I am that it just takes this load off because I can check it. We can talk, you know, back and forth, but it's not something I have to do every day. And he kind of enjoys it. So it's just kind of a cool thing where you find some people with different thought processes, different skills, and it makes you so much more powerful. Very good. All right. So any other big mindset hurdles that you see people having a challenge with when it comes to scaling their portfolio, Eric? Yeah. And I think even, even, you know, not even necessarily scaling, but 
along the way, being afraid to take action. So mm. plenty of people will learn the skills. Yeah. You go to a conference and there's 500 people in the room, but it's, it's not necessarily, and you said this early on, it's not necessarily the knowledge, not the hard skill, because you can learn that in a book. You can learn that in a podcast. It's kind of the soft skill. It's really the mindset. And that's why I love this topic so much. That's so valuable to master. And one of those things is taking action, mm -hmm. just saying, you know what? I'm uncomfortable. Let's do it. You know, and sometimes it just takes a push from a friend, from your spouse, even from yourself to say, let's go. And a lot of times you'll make mistakes and that's okay. As long as they're not detrimental, learn from it, get better and move on. But that is the one soft skill that a lot of people have a challenge with is just taking that leap. You find a deal and you say, oh, it's maybe not as good as I think. Maybe the numbers are off. You're doubting your underwriting. You have to trust the knowledge that you've learned and go for it. So that's the other really challenging mindset step is take the leap because you can. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, those are some great tips and suggestions. So again, it boils down to being willing to partner up with other people, whether that's investor partners and or business partners, and really take action. That's what it's all about. And instead of just analysis paralysis, getting out there, using other people's skills, using other people's capital and your own initiative, your own hustle to really make it happen. Fantastic advice, Eric. That's fantastic. So if people want to find out more about you and what you're up to, where should they check you out? Yeah, just go to one spot. It's wildoakcapital.com and you'll find me there. I'm very open to chatting. I mean, that's kind of the one thing I love to do is talk. So shoot me an email, eric at wildoakcapital.com or you'll find my, my podcast there. Please reach out. I'd love to talk to anyone. And if you're having a struggle with anything, I'm happy to help as well. So Dave, this is, I mean, truly my honor. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you letting me pitch my website to you. My pleasure. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode. Well, hey there, thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, investor attractionbook.com. Take care.